Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to a very special episode. That's right, episode 100. We made it, gamers, and I'm recording it on February 19th, 2022 at 8.53 a.m. Can you believe it? Can you believe that I have done 100 episodes of this podcast and that it took more than four years to get to this point? I looked it up. The first episode of Aiden on Anchor was on October 24th, 2017, and it wasn't recorded on a computer. Nope. It was recorded on my phone with a little lavalier microphone. It sounds awful. And yet, because it's the first episode of this podcast, has 70 listens, I don't know how anybody with normal sanity sat through that episode. If you if you listen to it, I'll give you a personal apology because Jesus, this sounds bad. Really, the first like six episodes sound horrible because they were all recorded with the phone. And then 2018 happens. I don't film a single episode. And then I come back on January 1st, 2019 with episode seven, and it's been relatively consistent ever since then. So really, Aiden on Anchor, as you know it, kind of started back in 2019. And so, you know, that cuts like a year or so off the actual timeline. But uh, yeah, I'm hyped. I'm, I'm super excited that we're doing episode 100. And uh, it's going to be a fun one today because we're doing a Q&A. Yep, y'all left me some questions and I'm going to be answering them in the Discord. We got like four of them, I think. So that'll be fun to answer as well. And I figured, you know, while we're here, since it's episode 100, I'll also just give you like a little breakdown of, uh, you know, how the podcast is doing, where I want to go with it, all that type of stuff. But we'll do it after the Q&A because the people listening to this probably just want to hear their responses to the questions. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and start off with question number one from Zach, who asks, what are your all-time favorite foods? Food questions are so hard, man. Like, I almost prefer talking about, like, a, a video game that I've never played before or, like, a TV show I've never watched and try to, like, give opinions or whatever. Food, even though I eat food every day, if you were to ask me, like, point blank, Aiden, what would you have right now? And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, a steak, I guess? Uh, potatoes? Potatoes are pretty based, actually. Potato soup, maybe. Maybe that would be a good answer. I like potato soup a lot, but I don't eat it all the time. Because I think there's a difference between like all-time favorite foods and just like your day-to-day. Like day-to-day, I'd be eating ice cream, chips, cereal, lettuce, tuna, like whatever I can find in the cupboard. Like this is not... It's not what I'd be eating all the time, but like favorite things like, you know, steak, burgers, potato soup, that shit bangs. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm not a food person. I wouldn't classify myself as like a, a foodie or someone who thinks about food a whole lot. But when I eat good shit, you know, I eat good shit. That's just how it is. Uh, pretty much anything on the meat side of things, I pretty much universally love. Then everything else can be, you know, kind of give or take. Eat a lot of dairy, actually, too. Cheeses, ice creams, macaroni, whatever. My body does not like me eating a whole lot of dairy, but I do anyway. So, yeah, hopefully that gave you a little bit of insight. Hopefully it gave you some favorite foods. Again, like, 
top of my head, I could not tell you more than what it just said. So maybe give it like a couple of days and I'll DM you something wild. But uh, thank you for the question, Zach. I appreciate it as always. All right. Next question comes from Phoenix from the popular television show Phoenix and Ferb. Uh, they ask, do you think Nintendo is holding on to Mother 3 to cover up for a massive PR issue like Nintendo assassinating someone or a leaked audio of Chris Pratt using a racial slur in the Mario movie? Uh, maybe? It's a weird question. <laughs> it's a very weird question. Uh, so the basic assumption is that Nintendo would have to fuck up so hard that they would be forced to release Mother 3 to counteract the bad press. The problem with that theory is that Nintendo is going to have bad press regardless, and they don't care that much about what other people think. You know, and that can be kind of a benefit, because in a larger console market, right, they can follow their own trends and do whatever they want. But in terms of being, like, a company for consumers... Any actual criticism just kind of goes in one ear and out the fucking other, and they're just going to do whatever they want anyway. So I feel like even if Chris Pratt did do the uh-oh oopsie in the Mario movie, or, or even if Reggie killed somebody, uh, Nintendo would still be like, yeah, you know, that sucks, but still not releasing Mother 3, you know? Still not releasing Mother 3. I hope they do. At some point before I die, I hope they'd be releasing Mother 3 in the West. It's the least they could do. It's the least they could do for that series. Uh, but they got Earthbound and Mother 1 on the Switch. So, you know, it's possible. Uh, but I think to answer your question, no, I feel like Nintendo will do both of those things and get away with it and still not release Mother 3. I feel like that is far more likely a scenario, living in the dark timeline. <laughs> living in a darker timeline there. But thank you for the question. Patient. All right, next up is a question from Ben, who asks, Are you excited for any future releases? I've been busy with uni, so I haven't had a chance to play anything except a little Doom in recent months. Well, I hope university's going well. Jeez, do I feel old. Because, like, when I started the Discord of Blue Couch Productions, like, a lot of people in my server were either in high school or about to start high school. And now I've been doing Blue Couch Productions in online content for so long that some of these people are in college now some people have gone to college and are now out of it that's how long i've been doing this so i hope university goes well for you maybe you'll be the first person in this discord to graduate college i i think <laughs> i don't think there's a single person that has could be wrong could be wrong don't want to judge if uh you're listening to a.acre and you have uh, but i think ben might be the first if he keeps it up uh, as to the answer of your question, yeah, there's a few things. Um, the Kirby game is probably at the top of my list right now. That looks so good, man. It looks so good. I've been wanting a Mario Odyssey-like fix, and that game looks right up my alley of being fun and open and having good traversal, and I'm super excited about the copy abilities and being able to upgrade them all. A modern Kirby game has been a long time coming, but uh, I think that just means I'm going to enjoy it all the more when it uh, eventually comes out. And it's like in March too. So it's not even that long from now. Uh, aside from that, the new advanced wars game been talking it up in these past couple episodes, a on acre. If you didn't listen to my Nintendo direct episode that I just posted last time, that might be a good one to listen. Cause I bet I list a lot more stuff in there, but off the top of my head. Yeah. Like advanced wars in the Kirby game for sure. For sure. But there's also like 
8,000 Switch games and 8,000 things on PC that I'm still trying to catch up with. So I'm less of a future releases, modern gaming, and more of like a, let me get through my backlog first and then maybe I'll have time to play a game that came out in 2022 in like five years. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, Kirby game looks dope. That's that's definitely number one for sure. So thank you, Ben, for your question. All right. Question number four, the final question for episode 100 of Aiden on Acre, comes to us from our good friend Jay, and he asks, do you think Marvel movies are doing irreparable damage to cinema as an art form? Going to be kind of a disappointing answer, but no. No, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I feel like people who, who do are over-exaggerating things. Here's the deal, right? For as long as cinema has existed, there have been movies that are just popcorn material. And what I mean by that is they're not trying to push the bar. They're not trying to evolve the art any forward. They're just simply trying to be as entertaining as possible and make a good bit of money. Since, since the beginning of time, those films have existed, right? And the only difference now from back then is that the, the popcorn entertainment films are getting just as much prestige as the art house ones, right? We talk about Marvel movies almost as much as like best pictures and award-winning films, right? So it's less like the Marvel movies are causing harm to cinema as a whole. If anything, uh, it's us. It's it's the people who talk about these films that are causing harm to it. I, I can't blame the Marvel movie for existing and being popcorn material when like 90% of people who watch these movies uh, like just go to them and enjoy them and don't talk about them and just like that was fun and then they leave the theater and they don't think about it. Like there's a bunch of people that probably do not go to the movie theater for anything except for when Spider-Man comes out. Then they go watch Spider-Man and then they never go back to the theater. Like am I really going to blame those people for giving back and, and paying theaters and keeping cinema going like no i'm not gonna blame those people but you know definitely people on twitter who be gassing up these movies a lot of the time and who clearly need to see other things other than superhero media yeah they're uh they're kind of annoying for sure uh but again i'm not gonna blame the the films for doing that it's just twitter's kind of cringe you know comic book media discussion is kind of cringe and that's just sort of the world we're in right now um but, like, good films are still being made. None of these Marvel movies have won an Academy Award for Best Picture yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like we're doing pretty good on that front. And I'd argue, you know, they're getting better. You know? Like, Phase 3 and Phase 4, outside of a few exceptions, have been generally pretty alright. At least compared to, oh, I don't know, Phase 2, or some Phase 1 films that are kind of a little yikes. Like... Give credit to Marvel. They've done a pretty good job of evolving and staying relevant and making films that people still want to talk about. And that's very hard to do, even if you are a big franchise and even if you are a studio with a ton of money. Like, that takes some work, for sure. And it's it's worth it's worth talking about. I just don't think it, you know, negatively impacts cinema in the way this question outlines it. I just think people who talk about these films are or weird, and uh, need to go touch some grass. That's my advice for today's episode of Eight Non Acre. Go touch some grass. 
If you've listened to 100 episodes of this podcast, you owe it to yourself to take off your headphones, take off your AirPods, go outside, and physically go touch some grass. And let me know how it feels, actually, because I haven't done so in a long time as well. Thank you, Jay, for your question. And that's it for the Q&A portion of episode 100. Thank you all, lovely people, for giving me questions to answer and giving me content for this episode. And so now I kind of want to end it out by sort of talking about my stats on Ain't On Anchor in case you want to know some behind-the-scenes stuff and then talking about what I have uh, plans for in the future, you know, that type of stuff. So I'm going to look at my dashboard real quick and pull it up. All right, here we go. So in terms of all-time plays, you want to guess how many plays there have been on Aiden on Anchor? 2019. That's nuts. 100 episodes and 2019 plays. That's crazy. <laughs> That's I remember when we hit 1,000. And I celebrated it on the podcast, and I'm like, I wonder if we can hit 2,000. And the fact that we managed to do that as I'm recording episode 100 is is really cool. It means there's a lot of people that listen to this, uh, which is nice. In terms of estimated audience size, uh, Anchor guess it's about five people based on recent episodes. Now, I can look at my episodes themselves and see how many plays each one has gotten. And it typically averages anywhere from around five to, I'll say, eight or nine, you know? And then once the episode's been out for a little while, it'll creep up to like 10, 11, 12, around that range. And then, you know, the older episodes obviously get a lot of views because people want to start in chronological order for some reason. There's no point in listening to Aiden on Anchor chronologically. Like to all 70 people who listen to that first episode, like, I promise you, you lose nothing by just skipping ahead and picking whichever episode sounds interesting to you. That's why I list in the description all the topics, because you're not supposed to just listen to this chronologically. You can, and that can be interesting, but I'd much rather you, like, you know, enjoy the podcast and click on the episodes that are interesting to you. But shout out to the five people who be watching nearly every episode. That's kind of nuts. Uh, current balance right now is $0.00. But if I click on the wallet tab, it says I earned a total of $24 by doing Aiden on Anchor, over 100 episodes. And that's strictly through donations. So I've never done an ad read. Uh, there's apparently subscriptions that I can set up if I wanted to, but I probably won't. So the main way that I make money through Aiden on Anchor is through listener support, which if you're listening to this on Anchor, there's a little support button that you can click and you can donate to the show. And if you've donated in the past... Thank you. Uh, that is now in my PayPal, and I can use it for any of my content creation needs. So thank you to everybody who's financially supported the podcast over the years as well. Okay, and then finally, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some demographics as well. So geographic location, about 87% of listeners are from the U.S., with 2% being from France, 2% from the U.K., 2% from Germany, 2% from the United Arab Emirates, and 2% from Ireland. There's a bunch of other countries as well. Like apparently someone has listened to this podcast from Nepal. Someone has listened to this podcast in Estonia. Someone has listened to this podcast in Yemen. Shout out if you've listened to this and you're in Yemen. Like that's pretty cool. Like I don't know who you are, but that's neat. Uh, definitely have a lot more people listening in the U.S. 
In terms of gender, uh, according to Anchor, we're 100% male right now. So shout out to the dudes if you listen to this. And, you know, females, if females want to listen to it too, you know, ain't on Anchor's open for you. For sure. I just, uh, maybe I need to be talking about more female topics. Who knows? Ooh, crazy. In terms of age, about 85% of the audience is 23 to 27 years old, which is, you know, about where I'm at. So that makes sense. 14% is 18 to 22. 1% is 28 to 34. Damn, you're old. That must be Zach, actually. And then 1% is 45 to 59. You mega old. I don't know who that is, but shout out. <laughs> shout out to you listening to the podcast. I'm joking. I'm kidding. You, you can be however old you want listening to the podcast. I appreciate it, as always. But those are the major statistics, the breakdown of my stats, and uh, how Aiden on Acre is currently doing in the present day. But you might want to know, hey, Aiden, what are your future plans for the podcast? What are you going to be doing now that you hit episode 100? And the answer is more of the same. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about it before. Uh, I'm going to keep doing Aiden on Anchor. This is not the final episode. I have way too much fun doing this podcast. Enough people listen to it to make it worthwhile. And hey, sometimes you even make a little bit of money from it. So why not? I'll just keep talking about whatever I find interesting. And then, you know, if the Nintendo Direct comes out or I watch a movie that's new, you know, pipe that in as well. But I'd be curious, like, if you want me to talk about something, feel free to leave suggestions. Uh, those are super helpful as well. There's some weeks where I don't have anything to say. And so I just don't upload it on Anchor because I don't have any ideas. But if you have an idea, then feel free to contact me. All my social media is linked in the description below. Just, uh, you know, at me. Be like, hey, I want you to talk about this on Aiden on Anchor. Can't guarantee it for sure, but I'd love to, uh, you know, try some new things as well. But, yeah, I think that'll be it. Thank you to everybody who's listened to this podcast. Thank you to everybody who supported this podcast. Special shout-outs to Zach and Jay and Parker, who have been listening since the beginning, as well as my good friends Patient, Ben, Ramsen, uh, Ramsen's made the logo for the podcast, so special shout out to him as well. And uh, anybody else who's listening to this podcast, you're all cool. I thank you a ton. Here's to a hundred more episodes. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off.